Welcome to Sustainable Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Marilyn West. I teach new coaches how to start their coaching business without overspending and overthinking. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to start your coaching business or you're ready to monetize your expertise. Let's get started. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode. I am super excited to talk about my first year as a full-time entrepreneur. Oh my goodness, the lesson learns, the ups, the down, the good, and the bad. So we all know when you're starting your business, it's gonna be filled with a lot of ups and downs. It's a journey. We never arrive when we think we're gonna arrive to the destination because they may be a little bit of detours along the way. Being an entrepreneur, one day you can feel like you're on top of the world and the next day you can feel like you're literally drowning. But my friend, if you continue to trust the process and focus on your why, you will succeed. So the first thing that I wanna talk about when it comes to being a full-time entrepreneur and also just my first year of figuring out how my day-to-day life was gonna be, I had to release all of those feelings. We all know when you are starting your coaching business, there's going to be a journey filled with ups and downs, but that shouldn't stop you from keep going. If you have this vision and you really want to help others transform their lives, you have to be dedicated to your vision. Consistency is the key. We all know that entrepreneurship isn't an easy journey. You have to stay focused on the process and not the outcome because if you do, then you're gonna have a hard time when it comes to picking up that momentum and you're gonna find yourself in a place where you're always thinking, oh, why me? Why my business is not kicking off at this time? And it simply may not be your time. It may not be your season. You should be in the season of building the business. So the first thing that I want to talk about, you have to understand that your timing may not be that same timing as God's timing on your business. And one thing I know for sure, anytime I have ever prayed for something, as I continue on the journey, I got more clarity. I became more consistent and I had more confidence. This is your season of building. So in your season of building, you may not hit profitability. I truly believe when it comes to entrepreneurship, there are three phases. And the first phase is building, then scaling, and then sustainability, which my program is built upon. But unfortunately, in the building phase, a lot of people get discouraged because of the timing. They feel like I should be charging high ticket or I feel like I should be booking out my signature offer, but it may not be your time. You're in the season of learning what is the start and the ending of your actual business, learning what processes and system works well in your business. So in your season of building, don't discredit the things that you are learning along the way, because as a coach, you're gonna have a lot of things that's repeatable inside of your business. Oftentimes we hear people talk about the client experiences and this is your time to be building out that client experience when it comes to onboard and offboard. So in your building phase, just know that the timing is perfect. And long as you consistent and continue to show up and do the work, you're going to eventually have your breakthrough. The second thing that I want to talk about is something that we often get caught up in focusing on the outcome. I can't control how many people sign up into my program because I can't force them into my program by making them 
purchase my signature offer. You're not entitled to other people's coins and how they want to spend their money. So you can only control the things that you can inside of your business. And this is why I say in your building phase, you need to be building out KPIs, key performance indicators, SOPs for your business, because you can control that. You can control how often you show up on social media, posting, building an audience of buyers. You can control how often you go live to connect and talk real time to your ideal client. You can control how often you decide to create a podcast or YouTube, but you cannot control how long it takes someone to go through your buyer's journey. When you're putting out content, you are trying to connect to your ideal client. So with that being said, the only thing that you can do is keep showing up to build that know, like, and trust. So just know when you're in that building phase, focus on the process, continue to write it down, make sure that you're clear on why you're taking these actions. How is it going to help you protect your bottom line and increase your profit margins? Because those are the things that you can control. Learn what income producing activities is for you and your business. What may be an income producing activity for me may not align with you and how you want to show up. And I had a really good conversation with the business bestie of mine. I was telling her that when I send out an email, that's an income producing activity for me. Why? Because my ideal clients are on my email list and I am touching base with them to see if they are ready to take action. I am continuing to nurture them. So you have to determine what is the income producing activity for you and your business. The next thing that I wanna talk about is you gotta implement sustainable marketing strategies. And oftentimes we like to chase the shiny objects, the trends, but I will tell you that will lead to burnout and burnout is not a great feeling because you will get to that point where you don't want to lean into your business. So you have to implement sustainable marketing strategies when it comes to your strongest skill set, my friend. I know everyone is saying build a business like me and you should be on video and you should utilize reels. But if that's not for you, you're not gonna take action and you're gonna be stuck in stagnation. Implement a sustainable marketing strategy that aligns with your strongest skill set. And what I mean about that, I love speaking. So why would I not create a podcast? Those are my strongest skill set. I love speaking. So if you're out there and you need to hire a business coach to come speak to your community, hey, I'm your girl, I'm all for it. But let's jump back into this. I just wanna say that a lot of times people try and force a marketing strategy on themselves. If you don't wanna show up on video, then don't. If you don't wanna be dancing on reels, then don't do it. Align your marketing strategy to what feels good to you so you don't become burnout and not wanting to take action because we all know that no like and trust comes from consistency of you showing up and being seen as the expert in your industry. The next thing that I wanna talk about, oh my goodness, you guys, I was networking my tail off in 2022. And when I look back at things, I probably would have cut back on networking probably to about once or twice a week. I was networking about two to three times a day and it made no sense. I was looking for virtual meetups. And what I realized when I look back, 
Yes, it did one thing for me. It did start it off my email marketing campaign by collecting, notice I say collecting, a bunch of emails. Now, collecting a bunch of emails wasn't a smart move because some of them wasn't my ideal client. You have to ask yourself, is this my ideal client in this networking event? And also, am I building an audience of buyers? That is the key. Are you building an audience of buyers? And does your lead magnet really align with your signature offer that really going to drive them to take some type of action? And I'm going to tell you, when I was spending so much time networking, I probably should have been spending as much time creating content. Because here's the thing, if you build an audience of buyers and you build a know, like, and trust, and they get to know you for who you are as a coach, you're building a demand for your coaching business. And when you're building a demand for your coaching business, it's allowing you to be able to start connecting to the right people. So it's so important that you ask yourself, what do I need in this season? And the last thing that I want to talk about when it comes to your coaching business, you got to make sure that you're protecting your bottom line. When it comes to being profitable as a coach, you want to make sure that you are really taking the time to see what is a need right now and what can wait. It felt so good to come into 2023 and say, I am profitable. I spent so much money in 2022 investing in myself and I do not regret it because it have helped me turn into the coach that I am today by investing in myself. But at the end of the day, while I'm bootstrapping my business in the back of my head, I was definitely thinking about not being profitable. And I know you will too. So it's so important that you protect your bottom line and make sure that you are aware of what numbers you need to be hitting to become profitable and knowing what is a need in your business and a nice want. Because at the end of the day, I'm gonna tell you when I started my first coaching business, I was operating with a lot of Google Suite products. Now I'm a little fancier when it comes to Dubsado and my educational porter. So at the end of the day, I know that you can start off using less things and becoming profitable. I always tell coaches in that starter phase, are you trying to be popular or profitable? Because you're going to have to ask yourself that question when you start your coaching business. Now, if you want to be popular, honey, you can be on those social media streets all day twerking for the reels. But if you want to be profitable, you have to get very strategic when it comes to your content and how you show up. So my friends, this was my first year journey lesson learned. And I'm telling you, it have made me a better coach, a better person. And I love this industry and I can see myself staying in this industry for a very long time. And I will encourage you as you're starting your coaching business to get very clear on your why. Why are you building out this coaching business? Because it's gonna allow you to keep the momentum going when you don't wanna show up. 
And it's also going to allow you to not give up on your goals when it comes to building a profitable and sustainable coaching business. So my friends, I just wanted to come on and talk about my first year as a full-time coach. I'm so excited. Thank you, Jesus, that I am going into 2023 as a profitable business. If you haven't reviewed or rate this podcast, please do so. It would mean so much to me. Until next time, my friends. Hey friends, if you are ready to start your coaching business, head over to sustainablecoaching.com to enroll into the society so you can start your coaching business today. This community is for women who are ready to build a profitable and sustainable coaching business. In this society, you will get the clarity and confidence you need to start attracting clients with proven strategies by dominating the search engine because we are the solution to someone's problem as a coach. Thank you for listening to Sustainable Coaching Podcast. I hope it gave you the clarity and confidence to start your coaching business. This is not just another podcast, it's a community. So make sure you follow Sustainable Coaching on Instagram and subscribe so you would never miss an episode.